I know. And I, I want to help you. I do. But I am not some alien ambassador. You know, I'm a normal kid with normal problems. I am where I'm supposed to be. I'm sorry. I... I really am. Sam, fate rarely calls upon us at a moment of our choosing. You're Optimus Prime. You don't need me. We do more than you know. I was going to originally start this speech with a quote from Optimus Prime. But then I read Kennedy's draft and saw that she was ending hers with Angela Davis. So plans transformed. <laughs> in case there was any confusion on whether or not there are typos in your program, I would like to formally introduce myself as Kyler, not Tyler or Kyle. Kyler Nathan IV. Because if I had a dollar for every time over the last 10 years at UCSD, that someone called me Nathan via email or via Zoom or straight to my face, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have needed that degree. It all started in May 2019. I decided that an MBA was one of the possible next steps for my life. I submitted my email on the Rady School of Management website, and the email started to flood in. I did a bit of research, received an application fee waiver, and was ready to maybe apply. At the time, Rady accepted either the GRE or the GMAT, so I opted to purchase a GRE prep book in case I decided to pursue a different graduate degree after all. I opened that book and was reminded, I was reminded of how much I didn't care for standardized test prep. The application deadline was late June for the fall 2019 cohort, so I did not feel like the timing was right for me. April 2020, I received an email saying that the Rady Flex MBA program was waiving the GRE and GMAT requirement for all fall 2020 applicants. The deadline was also extended to July 15th, and I called and received an application fee waiver. We were a month and a half into the global pandemic that would probably be done in a couple of weeks. It felt like the door had been kicked open, just for me. Perhaps the timing was finally right? June 2020, the application was finally submitted. One application, one school, all or nothing. July 2020, I interviewed from my bedroom with my laptop propped up on an ironing board desk with an administrator whose Zoom camera was only showing the top, let's say, 45% of her face. I had no business experience and didn't really know what I was doing. I had researched all the questions to anticipate what I could, but wasn't prepared for one question in particular. What business books have I read? Now, I had way too much interview coaching to just say none. So I thought as fast as I could about the loosest interpretation of a business book for business school purposes that I had read. And I settled on Michael Benjamin's The Power of Yet. My homeboy. <laughs> And that's not even to talk light on Michael's book. I, I actually really feel like that book taught me a lot of skills that business schools aim to teach the students who attend those business schools. But I could tell that she wanted more. But at the time, I was at a loss for words. Luckily, 
She asked about books related to my field, equity, diversity, and inclusion. And I was able to pull up several from classes at UCSD. Shout out to Dr. Dennis Childs. I knew I gave it what I could give it, but I wrote myself off prematurely. But two days later, I got an email. My application portal was updated. I had been accepted to UC San Diego's Rady School of Management. I put all of my eggs into this one basket and the opportunity hatched with a $45,000 fellowship. September 2020, I signed into my first Zoom class and realized that even through a computer screen, being Black in the classroom is such a challenging experience. I combed through the eager faces, the names, the profile pictures, and saw two other people that looked like me. That feeling was a lot to fully process in my own living room. Graduate school didn't feel real. That began a sequence of many tough nights. 6.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. in the bedroom of an expensive-ass one-bedroom apartment in front of my computer. May 2021, three weeks away from coordinating the first big on-campus event since pre-pandemic, the 2021 Black Graduation Ceremony. Three weeks away from finals week for my third quarter of Zoom Business School. That is when my partner of three years decided she wanted us to take a break. July 2021, she and the dog move out. I'm living by myself for the first time ever. The apartment is eerily empty. And I still have a year and a half of grad school left. September 2021, finally back and Black in a classroom for the first time in over four years. It felt like people had largely forgot about that racism thing that happened in June 2020, and the pandemic was over enough to keep the machine going. Walking into a Rady School of Management lecture hall for the first time as a student, that same imposter syndrome feeling in my stomach came back from eight years prior when I was just a 17-year-old walking down the steps of Peterson Hall on this very campus. Luckily, I had the best job on earth. I was working in a Black space with Black people, four young Black people, at UC San Diego's Black Resource Center. I made so many meaningful connections with students, whether it was impromptu venting sessions in my office, quick greetings between classes, or even having my fellow class speaker, Kennedy, come into my office to ridicule my Lakers flag and try, yet fail, to convince me that the Clippers were the best team in LA. Pausing for the booze. <laughs> the BRC also brought me closer with the Black Graduate and Professional Students Association, BGPSA. You know, people in higher education always seek out the key to Black student retention. Sometimes retention is talking trash over dominoes and spades at a homie hour event that really started two hours after it was supposed to and being kind of generous on the two hours. <laughs> While you got the homie Javon on the grill, people just in community. The Black community at UC San Diego gave me the spirit I needed to get through those three-hour evening classes after a long work day, multiple times a week. When I decided to leave the BRC for the next career opportunity, it was one of the hardest decisions to make, but I knew it was time for me to start a new life chapter. And no matter how much the students thought I was a traitor, <laughs> I knew that our relationships would only grow fuller from here. December 2022, 
I ended my MBA how it started on Zoom. I ended my last MBA class at my best friend Lisa's apartment in Silver Springs, Maryland. Closed my laptop, took a celebratory shot of, let's call it agave from my friend Jose Cuervo. I had my MBA. When presented with the opportunity to speak at the 2023 Black Graduation Ceremony, I knew I had a unique opportunity to share my story. In preparation for giving our speeches, Ken Dog and I met via Zoom and talked about our goals. We talked about what we wanted the audience to hear, what we wanted people to take home, and what parts of our stories we wanted to share. I ended our call with asking, what if this is our I have a dream? What if this is our moment? I knew that we both had important stories to share that would naturally reach the people that they are intended to reach. That is why Black Grad is important. It is a reminder that we are not alone. It is an affirmation of a shared communal journey to seek out our purpose. This time around, I decided to only do Black Grad. Instead of walking with my business school classmates, I will be flying to the Bay Area to see one of my closest friends and a former roommate of mine, Kenny motherfucking Jones, former guest of the podcast, see him graduate from dental school. These communal moments matter so much more than any regular savior applause ceremony. Because 30 years from now, when I'm talking to kids about college, I want to be able to say that, hey, I saw Uncle Kenny graduate from dental school. I could have done my own ceremony, but it was more important for me to be there with your Uncle Kenny. For undergrad, I had the Dalai Lama as all-campus commencement speaker. The Dalai Lama. And I don't remember a single word he said. At the same time, I will never forget when our MC of the 2023 ceremony, Andre Thompson, brought his siblings on stage at our 2017 Black grad and let them feel that moment with them. My big brother didn't get to see me graduate from undergrad. So it means the world to have had him here at UC San Diego with the family to see me in the spotlight giving the speech that he always knew this spotlight was destined for me. I wanted to give this speech to show my little cousins, nieces, nephews, and the little homies on my block that this college shit can be cool too. Whether or not it is the preferred option for them, letting them know that it's cool to do things your own way and people will love you just for being you. This experience was never about the degrees. I wasn't supposed to be here. Like I recognize that I am, but I wasn't. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. People who know the real me know best. I am a nerd at heart. I was always a smart kid growing up. And once I came to high school, I was a smart black guy. There were enough black people proportionally at my high school to where it didn't really stick out to me. But I was who I am. I liked playing video games. I loved Pokemon. I loved Yu-Gi-Oh. I loved Transformers. I loved Power Rangers. I was me. Then I came to college. And when you come into a college environment for the first time, as a Black first-generation student, it's so hard to describe what that experience is like because it's just something you have to experience. 
growing up in a neighborhood where people knew that I was the nerdy kid. Like it wasn't cool to play Yu-Gi-Oh. No matter how much people want to be on the TikToks talking about Yu-Gi-Oh and whatnot or Transformers or Pokemon, I was outside. It wasn't cool. <laughs> it wasn't cool enough. People were into sports. People were into talking about women. But it wasn't cool to like things like Pokemon. Then I got to UCSD and it was like, oh, like, y'all are scared of me. I'm the I'm the thug. I'm y'all think I'm the gangbanger. Like when I say that I'm from Los Angeles, y'all think I'm from the streets. Whereas the folks who know me, like. No matter where I grew up, up in L.A., I went to Catholic school like. They. They not looking at me like y'all looking at me like on this college campus. To be a first generation black college student at an institution like UCSD, that was a life altering experience. The amount I learned about being black in America and the multiverse of systems at play to disadvantage us was painful. It was like the rose that grew from the concrete just to see who was pouring the cement in the first place. It's to wonder why there was only concrete in the flower fields on your side of the freeway. It's to question your existence as you're growing into it. Everyone listening to this knows that the last few years weren't easy. I would like everyone listening to take a moment to acknowledge loved ones we have lost along this journey and have a moment of silence between us and them. The week that I wrote this speech, my great-grandmother, Alice Nathan, passed away. My stepdad's mom, Big Mama Cat, she also passed away two days later. And I think it's important whenever we talk about our journey and the people who are part of that journey to be able to give voice and acknowledge people who may not have been there for the full length of it, but they had an impact regardless. As I was reminiscing about just life and writing this speech and thinking about all the people that impacted me, I would think about the times where my great grandmother would ask me to come hug her neck or when Big Mama Cat would be at my mom's house for like Thanksgiving and somebody would fix her a plate and she's just enjoying being around family. It's always going to be important to me to acknowledge those people who had that impact on my life. The theme of the 2023 Black graduation ceremony was transformation. If the last few years have taught me anything, it is that life will continue to transform around you, and it is up to you to transform with it. My life was torn apart and rebuilt over and over at every level during this time, and I have learned to love every step of that journey. Many of us had moments and series of moments where giving up felt like the obvious best answer, but look at us now. I want every single graduate to take a second to give themselves a hug or a pat on the back and thank yourself out loud and proud for all that you powered through and alongside in order to be here this evening. And to the loved ones that helped carry the load along the way, for those random text conversations at 11 p.m., those random just thinking about you phone calls, those invitations to lunch, and those listening ears when needed most, those little moments have always been difference makers in the long run. There are many nights that I wouldn't get back to my empty apartment until 10 p.m. after a long night of class. Knowing I could call my dad just to talk for that late night ride back home always reminded me that I wasn't alone in this journey. 
And to my friends and family members listening to this, if you received a text message from me between 6.30 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. during the week and I was in class, know that whatever response you had the opportunity to provide me with during that time, that was what was getting me through that night. Just knowing that I have a community that is supporting me. Or maybe it's going to my mom's house just for a weekend, just to hang out, be in each other's company. Or maybe it's calling one of my grandparents to just talk for a little bit. Just hearing those voices, hearing that love, hearing that pride, that's what made the college shit easy. The classroom stuff, I could do that. Everyone who has supported me throughout my scholastic experiences, they knows I could do that. They know I could do that. It was the extracurriculars. It was the community down in San Diego was living by myself, dealing with a breakup. Like those were the hard things, but here we are. So shout out to the people listening to this and you know who you are. I could name a shit ton of names of those who had an impact on me the last few years, but just know that I'm, I'm appreciative. So it's in closing that I want to remind each and every one of you that graduating is a major accomplishment. Whether it is when you cross the stage, a future stage that you cross later in the weekend, when you get your diploma in the mail, or some random moment in the future, I hope that folks truly take the time to celebrate yourself in the way that you want to be celebrated. Know that everyone in this room, everyone listening to this podcast is proud of you. Even the ones that are seeing you for the first time or hearing your story for the first time. Whether your pathway is fully carved out or you are still searching for the tools that fit properly. Know that this experience, this time, it all matters. We are living our ancestors' wildest dreams. I would love to be here on this mic and go on about what is next for me and give a long list of individual thanks, but there are more podcasts to come. <laughs> Besides, this was already the most consecutive words that many of you have heard me say out loud. I just want to thank every Black student at UC San Diego who participated in this Black graduation ceremony for being a true inspiration and a motivation to keep doing this work day in and day out. Congratulations to the class of 2023. Thank you for letting me share my story. And I can't wait to hear about the next chapters of your stories in the future. So thank y'all who are tuning into this episode of the Banquet Hall podcast to hear that uncut version of my Black grad speech. Um, originally, I had planned on giving a much, much, much longer podcast for this and doing more commentary on the speech. But I think I want to save that for a future episode of the Banquet Hall. Uh, but what I will say for those who came to this episode wanting to hear more about what's next on my journey, I know uh, in the Black Rap program, I mentioned I want to be a screenwriter. Uh, over the last couple of years, I've been reading a lot of screenwriting books listening to a lot a lot a lot of screenwriting podcasts and i'm telling y'all like for a while i wasn't even listening to music uh, i would pop on a film podcast a screenwriting podcast just to be in enveloped into the world of film so i uh, just know sometime down the line the kyler nathan original screenplay is coming i want to write a i want to write a black superhero movie or a limited tv series uh, but having a protagonist who is experiencing life as a young adult on a college campus like a UC San Diego 
and just taking all the stories that I heard throughout my college experiences and my own stories and creating a narrative that hopefully uh, young black kids in the future will be able to watch this movie and want to be the superhero and want to go to college and figure out what their story might look like if they were the hero of their college. Uh, but like I said, there's much, much more to come on future episodes of The Banquet Hall related to the screenwriting process. Uh, those of y'all here for the first time, make sure you follow the podcast on social media at Banquet Hall Pod. Uh, check out the earlier episodes, too. I mentioned in the speech when I gave it live, there's a lot of people who I've interviewed on this podcast who are integral to my journey as a writer, as a creative, as a person, as a comma MBA. Uh, you feel me? Uh, but listen to those earlier episodes. Be sure to share this podcast with somebody who might enjoy it. Leave us a five-star rating. And thank you once again for letting me be the speaker for the 2023 Black Graduation Ceremony and for tuning into this podcast episode. We'll catch you all next time.